Aw, yeah. Come on. This has to be one of the best songs ever made. Mary J. Little Kim. I hear y'all singing out there. You sound so beautiful. Come on, give it up for yourself. No, no. Because I love it. You want to be the hype man. Yes, I got to. Welcome back, everybody. This is She and I. I am your host, B-Love. And I always have my very special host with me. India Marie. Oh, India Marie and B-Love, the husband and wife duo you didn't know you need but you got us and we are here to stay. This is the best thing to happen on a Tuesday. Well, damn it, since Monday. Give it up one time. <laughs> Feels so amazing to be back. India, India, India. Mm-hmm. How? What? Let me stop. Before I ask you, what? How was your week? Mm-hmm. I have to apologize to the listening public right now. This episode, unfortunately, will be without a YouTube link. I know, boo. I have a button for that somewhere. <laughs> the wrong one. But anyway, this episode, we are recording live from the best state on earth, the greatest <laughs> place to be. Literally the worst Hazelhurst, state. Mississippi. Literally the Give worst. Give it up one time for the Dang Dang, Westside, Darren, the all the homies. What would technically man? be worse? Mississippi Alabama's or way worse. Alabama Alabama's or way worse. Or Virginia. Arkansas. No, Ar- yeah, Arkansas. Because they, they don't even say it right. Arkansas. But shout what? out to the Tennessee Titans, though. They got Julio Jones. What? Arkansas. What? It's called, it's spelled Arkansas. It's Arkansas. But it's spelled Arkansas. When I learned the state song. <laughs> Singing once. No, don't do not do it. You, I, I don't, can remember. Yeah, I know. I saw the, when I saw <laughs> India to sing it one time, she lit up with glee like a Christmas tree on December go. 24th. Alabama. <laughs> Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, this is why I want California, the Colorado, Connecticut. All right, all right, all right, we get it. We get it. Delaware, you know the states. Florida, Georgia, What's the capital Hawaii, of Mississippi? Idaho, Illinois, Indiana. Shut up. What's the capital? Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, we lost. We just lost. Maryland, Massachusetts. Hey, hey okay. Michigan. All right, listen, relax. We lost. <laughs> That's why I said, now I understand what happened in the elevator. Can you just do the <laughs> Nah, that ain't what oh. happened in the elevator. Hey, listen, India has some real housewives of Nashville stuff. <laughs> I know I wasn't supposed to say that on this podcast, but God bless. India took it back to where? Oh, wait. India came home from a long night stop. of partying. Nope, I want you nope. to stop telling my business. I'm here now. India came home from a long <laughs> night of partying this Saturday. And I said, India, how was, you know, your outing? I always ask that, fellas, a little advice from your guy, be love. Whenever your lady comes in, I don't even care if you sleep. Wake up and say, hey, how was your night? And was everything all right? And did you make it home safe? You got to say those two or three things. You can miss one, but you have to wake up and at least ask her, how was her night? Little to my chagrin. <laughs> <laughs> I asked India, hey, India, how was your night? 
India looked back. I mean, it was good up until a point. And I said, damn, you know what I said? That ain't even what you said. You said, did you have fun tonight? I said, I did Did not. Did you have fun? You said, straight up said, I did not. (laughs) And I was so shocked because everybody she went out out with are loved ones and are fun people. Like, the people she went, it's only one other person or one or two other people that could have been added to that equation to make it that much more fun. And that's really, right? But anyway, India tells me, she really didn't have a phenomenal time. And anyway, shout out to the homegirl, Camille. It was her birthday. Can I hit the horn for that? It was. Happy birthday to Camille. Happy birthday to Camille, man. We're not finna talk about my life. I'm not going to talk about Obviously your life, but I am going to get somewhere real fast. When girls and guys go out, girls, y'all always talk about guys, how we always looking at women and we go out for different reasons. And every time we go out, we ain't doing nothing but trying to find girls and Google eyes at girls. However, guys can really say the same thing about women. Every time y'all go out, it's always a mess. You can come home with some mess every time. It's like just with the mess That's really not true. every time. The majority, like ninety percent of the time, gotten into an altercation with a woman since like two thousand ten. So that's literally when we go out, we have a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You typically um, do. You typically do. This is was. This I guess was, this was a, the uh, exception to the rule. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I'm not gonna sit here and talk about I it. I know, I know, but I just had to put it out there because you had a real housewives of Nashville. If y'all want to know about it, I think I'm gonna make a Patreon just for this one story. Y'all, y'all don't even have to pay me nothing but fifty cents to get on the Patreon, and I'll tell y'all the whole story if you want to. Because you the story, don't know the whole story. I know enough to I make it funny. I have to tell it for I'm it to make some sense. Sauce. I'm gonna add some sauce. Don't nobody on it. need your sauce, but I'm, the only thing that was missing from India's um, encounter this weekend was a drink being thrown at a table to make it real housewives <laughs> of wherever like it's the only thing you were missing anyway i just but, be trying to be a changed and saved woman and then you know thing is people you know people change i don't think it, nobody changes 100 because deep down off in the tuck oh it's who you once used to be hey let me tell y'all something when india came back india said listen i'm ready to slide on my ops she told me she was ready to spin the block i said "Woo, let's go <laughs> India started talking it. Cloth talk. Talk about something else, baby. I'm sorry. I just got excited. Anyway, how was your week beside the BS? Mm, it was fine. Um, dang. You what went we on a do? few dates. Let's talk about it. Come on. We did. We went on a couple of dates. And I know that because we went on so many dates, we won't go on another date mm. <laughs> until like three months from now. It ain't now. the real reason. <laughs> the real reason why we won't go on another date is because every time I took you out, I didn't get taken out. I was doing the taking out. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And take before the, then, but before this group, this cluster of dates, I was the one taking you out. So Girl, I don't want to hear. One time. I don't want to hear. I got a good Actually, question for you, though. what difference does it make? I got a good question for you. What? Great question. How often should women take their husbands, boyfriends, significant others out on a date? And I'm not I'm talking about heterosexual women by the way how often should you take me out on a date as a married woman should you take me out on a date and then when you do take me out on a date should you pay 
what? We got the same money right now. <laughs> so is it really a date if you don't pay? I asked that question before. I don't think that's what it's about. I think it's just more so about spending time together. Yeah. And in that case, I don't think there should be a number. It's just, I think there should be an effort on both parts. So like, if I'm used to, so the reason, oh, what a ha- I feel like that was forever ago now. But anyways, well, we, when I was like, I'm taking you out tonight. And we went to Blanco and we mm-hmm. went to the African-American Music Museum. Yep. You usually are the one to take me out, but you had not been doing it. So I was like, well, let me take him out because You're I like, still wanted to go on a date. I like that. So You said, I'm going to step my game up. That's why I said, I, and put I don't pressure think it on matters. Me. I just think it's like as long as we're dating each other. Um, usually, I mean, if you're talking about heterosexual relationships, usually the guy doesn't mind being the one to always take it's the girl right. out. It's true. It's true. Um, However. But, the, but I do think that guys, <laughs> I do think that guys like to be wooed. They just won't say it. I think really, not even I think, really the only thing guys want is head in a comfortable bed. It can all be so simple. Drake said that. However, I do think there's a lot of, um, a little bit of effort goes a long way, right? So when a woman, when I be in the mill, see my woman trying to take me out or make an effort to plan something where she normally doesn't do it, even if we are spending the same money, I do think that that goes a long way as far as chemistry in a relationship and how the relationship is going to flow for the rest of the evening. Because mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, you're going to be like, well, sh- I'm taking you to Blanco or whatever. And then at night or whatever, like, I'm going to step my game up and say, damn, like, she's doing her part. I must not be pulling my weight. Or even if I am pulling my weight, maybe I need to do a little bit more. So I think that's a great, great thing I just stumbled upon. But I want to ask that. I think we should, no. since people love normalizing stuff, right? <laughs> Let's normalize <laughs> catering to your man, like Beyonce and them said. Well, yeah, you. I mean, you should cater to your man, mm-hmm. and not just on birthdays and holidays and Valentine's Day or you know whatever the days. Um, what they call like it, I Sweeties said, Day, it Sweetest be, Day. What is it called? I, that's only celebrated like up north, right? Shit, I don't know, Steak and Blowjob Day, whatever they call it. No, because I have a homegirl who lives in Detroit, and I remember her talking about Sweetest Day, and I was like, what? the fuck is that? You know what the D stand for in <laughs> Detroit? You know what she getting? Um, Damn, it's a fly But away. yeah, I just think it's about effort and because regardless, I think that dates should continue no matter what. I was going to do an Instagram post on this this week, but I don't know. I just really been hating Instagram lately. Um, <sighs> But I feel like you and I just got our kind of like dating groove back yeah this year because last year we weren't dating but last year was, we talked about we it also got yeah. into like the most arguments and the things. history of arguments and yeah yeah so i feel oh, like yeah. this year we're a bit a lot closer than what we were yeah i think so last year but I, but i also think that part of that is because we are like hanging out yeah and i also and it could also be that Blake is older, and it's just those first couple of years of of having him were such a big adjustment that we didn't know how to work around having a baby and still making time for each other. There was a hell of a question that I found earlier, too, about something real similar about, um, I saw it on Justin LeBoy's page. 
how come, and I'm probably paraphrasing this, but how come men are so ashamed or afraid to tell the world that they're in love? And it reminds me a lot about what you just said. And I think the majority of time is because we don't want to miss anything or we don't want we don't want to now become undesired because every man wants to be desired, right? So when you go out there and you, you talking admit, about just about random women or are you talking about by the one person that you love? Shit, by everybody. Just keeping it in the book. Shallow it may ego. Ego. I, we you know that. Don't act so no. naive to the situation. No. But I think a lot of the times men don't want to go out on a limb and say, well, two reasons. Because probably you're afraid of being hurt <laughs> and you're afraid that like, dang, if I tell her I'm in love, I now become vulnerable, right? Then the second reason is, like I just said, I feel like that when you admit to the world that you love your girl, now the little attention that you were getting may start to but why, fizzle why, out. I, but that's, that should be the point because... If you're getting the attention, you're probably more prone to cheat or more prone to actually, like, entertain the girls. So, it's almost like it should be known. So, make it make sense to me because I'm not understanding. I'm saying that's the logical answer. Right now, That's not logical you are at thinking, all. No, no, no. Right now, what you're saying is, like, how you're thinking. Your pathway is logical. However... Guys, we don't think like that all the time. And I'm being a realist right now. I'm being a realist. When men go out there like me, man, I post you on my page. I talk about I love you, you know, on the podcast. I tell you I love you. It's no. I got a baby by you. You want another one. And I don't love that idea. <laughs> However, I love you. So I'm like, all right, I will, you know, think about the idea of that. How? It, it, stop saying it. It's already decided it ain't, it ain't decided. It yes, ain't decided. It is. Now, what I'm trying to say is that we may still want to feel the love from the outside. It's not right, Indy. I know it's not right. But everybody likes Instagram. What is it? Attention. Twitter is attention. Facebook is attention. Everything is attention. People want to be single to me. That ain't I it. I don't give a shit. First of all, it's completely different. Yeah. Because. When I post pictures on Instagram, it's not the attention of others. And honestly, every time I like progress a step forward in my life, I lose attention <laughs> from me. <laughs> so it's like, I was just dating you, still getting a lot of attention from other guys. Then we got married, started to dwindle. When I got bit, when I got pregnant, icing on the cake. <laughs> no attention. Exactly. So, but well, I don't desire it. Because you are a respectful intelligent logical thinking woman men on the other hand we sometimes so do. that's Not why me. you posted pictures posting pictures on instagram with your chest out girl you, you really want to go there you really that really <laughs> booty cheek hanging out you told Ooh, me to post it come on man you're gonna try to play me like you them told cheeks me to been, post it them so cheeks ain't been all about? over the instagram streets that's why i wouldn't give you enough attention so you was like let, nah, me, go like, post my my let me go post my chest let me go post my chest on instagram i just thought it was a quick. cold picture and i'm proud of myself i ain't posted that for nobody else posted that for me shout out to osafa and be love you know what i mean <laughs> that's hard work Dedication. I used to be a hundred. And worry about how big I used to be. <laughs> the mic went out right there. The microphone went out. I didn't even hit the button. It's it's one thing I want to talk about. Speaking of Blake, let's get into it real fast. 
During the week, we got deep. Chill. Let's talk on the podcast. Yes, sir. So, 16 minutes in. Finally got here. I was all, I always listen to The Breakfast Club, right? So, I was listening to it the other morning. And it was a segment that they had, and the the topic was brought up about this NYC school receiving backlash for showing a first grade class a cartoon video about masturbation. And I'm going to insert the video right now. How come my penis gets big sometimes and points up in the air? That's called an erection. Sometimes I touch my penis because it feels good. Sometimes when I'm in my bath or when mom puts me to bed, I like to touch my vulva too. You have a clitoris there, Kayla, that probably feels good to touch the same way Keith's penis feels good when he touches it. But have you ever noticed that older kids and grown-ups don't touch their private parts in public? Hmm, they don't? That's right, Keith. It's okay to touch yourself and see how different body parts feel, but it's best to only do it in private. Now, after listening to that India, and after hearing that video, how would you feel <laughs> if uh, Blake was in first grade and the teacher came home and showed him that video? Okay, so, you know, I try to be more of a modern parent. But modern? Like it. And... I don't know that I would love the teacher doing it because I would like to think that I would have had that conversation with Blake first. Okay. Um, Barrett, I mean, uh, Barrett. Same person. Blake is already getting curious, curious about his body parts. So we're already kind of gradually starting to have those conversations because it was like, I would say maybe six months ago, he like really noticed his penis. Mm. And he, you know, he wanted to touch it all the time. And. Mm-hmm. You know, I do know that kids have sensation down there at an early age because I used to work in early childhood education. I worked at a daycare. <laughs> you about to say something there. And I remember, so I've been dealing with this right side of my body for a long time. I remember uh, it started with the pinched nerve. Yeah. And I was, I always worked with infants, but I could not work with infants because I couldn't pick them up because I had a pinched nerve in my elbow. Right. And so for a couple of months, they took me out of infants and I worked with the three-year-olds, I think. Okay, okay. Makes sense. Um, Three or... F- no, I'm pretty sure they were the three-year-olds. Okay. So th- there was this girl, every day at night, nap time, she would roll over and start, like, hunching her hands mm. or her stuffed animal. Mm. Um, And obviously, at the time, I was just, like, really freaked out by it because <laughs> I was just like... What's going what on here? Happening? And so I talked to her original teacher about it, and they said that they had already spoken to her parents about it yeah, or whatever. But again, at the time, I just didn't know. Okay. And you know, now on Instagram, there's so many like sex positive pages. Yeah, it is. It um, is. You love them all too. You send me something every day. Share stuff like that. That helps me, I guess, think about those types of situations and um, handle them a little bit differently. Okay. And so when Blake started, which I actually haven't seen him do it in a long time, but it could be because I sat down and I told him, I was like, hey, it's okay to touch your penis, but you got to do it when you're alone. Mm-hmm. I was like, so you like you can touch it when you're in your room by yourself or in the bathroom? Yeah. 
um, it's yours. <laughs> it ain't nobody and else. <laughs> I also told him I was like, and no one else can touch your penis. You did say that. Um, if 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 anybody else touches your penis, you need to let me know immediately. Yeah. Um, but I didn't want to make him feel uncomfortable, right, or ashamed for doing it because it is his, and I know that kids have sensation down there. And it, I mean, it probably feels good to them the way it feels good to us. They just don't know how to explain it. They don't have the words for it. They don't know why it feels good to mm-hmm. them. So I know that as he gets older, he's going to experiment more. <laughs> Listen, as he and gets so, older, he's going to do a lot more than experiments. Well, yeah. And so I don't necessarily think the video was a problem. I think it was the fact that she didn't give the parents oh, the now we're cooking to opt out of the video. Okay. So it could have been as simple as, I want to talk to the kids about sex masturbation ed. or sex education. And this is the video that I want to show the classroom. If you do not want me to show this to your child, please let me know. I'll keep them at home that day. It's my lesson plan. Um, or you can have a conversation with your child before, you know, we talk about it at school. But parents are so uncomfortable when it comes to the sex talk mm-hmm. that they make it shameful. Mm-hmm. I never had a sex talk with my parents. Never had. And quite honestly, my parents just put the fear of God in me. It was just Mine like, too. if you get pregnant, I'm like kicking your ass. I told you Like, story I before. just don't even, it's <laughs> like, crazy. I was so terrified of doing <laughs> anything. Can I say this? So when I got a certain age, I vividly remember my mom telling me, hey, listen, AIDS is out there. And it's all she would say. I'm like, What? When I got to a certain age, every time I went out, a girlfriend with the homeboys at the time, hey, remember, AIDS is out there. I'm like, damn, well, I'm going to wrap this thing on up. I leave it where it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? Well, so, and it's crazy never had because to talk, though. I, I remember masturbating at a very young age. I was about to ask that question. When, did, <laughs> when India? Tell us when. Tell us how. We want to know. I was at least <laughs> masturbating in elementary school. Yikes. Yikes. But I never had, like, the desire to have sex. So I was masturbating in elementary school for sure. <laughs> um, I didn't start. Oh, we need the I camera. started, like, kissing guys. Yeah. In middle school. Okay. And then from there, that's, I, that's pretty much that's where. That's probably it, yeah. That's, that's pretty much, like, what it was. I had, like. A kiss. Yeah. Kissing was everything back then. Kissing or, like, I had felt a penis before, like, you know, seeing a guy or meeting a guy at the movie theater. I don't know how penis feel when I'm touching another guy. I do not know, actually. I'm saying, being at the movie theater. I don't know anything about that, Indy. I've never been at the movie theater with a guy and felt on his nuts. With a girl? What are you talking about? Oh, my bad. You said, make it better. Go ahead. Anyways. So, yeah. But then... (laughs) <laughs> I got to high school, and I think I, I did. I mean, I, I it had... It all I went had, downhill no, from there. No, because Shirts I had... Shirts all panties dropping. I had friends who were... When I got to high school, I was heavily involved in church. 
It'd be so the worst kinda, ones. But it kind of like shifted for me. Them Bible freaks be lit. Because it kind of shifted for me. I was okay. literally only... Oh, you was a freak in middle school. When you got to high school, you graduated from your freakdom. Yes, I'm trying to explain, but you keep cutting me out. My bad. So, <laughs> so I kissed guys, and that was it. And then I didn't actually have sex until the like towards the end of twelfth grade. And then even then, I, I've said that before. I didn't like it, so I decided that I was going to be celibate. <laughs> yeah, I've said and, that. And so it just it starts from an it starts at a very early age, and so it makes sense that she would want to introduce it. Or, you know, try to explain it to them that early. Mm. Um, because they're probably already masturbating at home. That's the thing. Mm. They're probably already doing it. They're just sneaking and doing it. When they turn the lights off <laughs> in the room, them folks over there probably hunching pillows. They might be. I don't know. <laughs> like... They might be. I don't even remember. You said, like, you remember your first time or you remember how young I mean, you I don't were. remember my first time, but I do know that I was masturbating in elementary school. I don't even know. Elementary I know I was... school for me, I was in elementary school for t- my elementary school went to sixth grade. What? And so nah, I was only in a, I was only in a traditional middle school, seventh and eighth grade. Okay. So the school that I went to was was it kindergarten? It may may have been kindergarten, or I think it may have even been first through six. Yeah. I was masturbating for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, first through six, you probably started when you were like in fourth grade. You think no. of earlier than that. Earlier than that. See, I don't even know. Like, I don't even remember. The only thing I vividly remember about my masturbation history, here we go. I used to do it to WWF female wrestlers like China and Sable. If y'all know who China and Sable are, oh, look them up in the 90s. I've had them old titties. So I used to look at them and rub myself. I like vividly remember that in the bathroom too. Like I used to go sit on the commode and like I had a poster or a magazine of WWE wrestlers. Cause it was out WWF back then. It was amazing. So I used to pull out that old China and old Sable picture and get to work. No oh God. Nothing would happen. I used to get to work. Well, and then I also remember walking in on my brother masturbating. He <laughs> and he was in elementary school Got too. Yeah. So I, I just don't remember, but you said that, so... So parents be acting so like, no, like, that. you know, that's such a terrible thing. The only thing I saw, see wrong with the video is that she didn't forewarn the parents. I would agree. And before the thing she of, showed it. But kids do need to know, like, because <laughs> I don't even think I knew... I didn't. I didn't know that what I was doing had a name. Hell nah. You know I what I'm saying? sure didn't. Rub one out, beach meat... Choke your chicken. None of that. Like, that's regular masturbation. What is that? Exactly. You hear that? That's strange. Um, so, they, they, I just, it's, our elders yes. made sex so uncomfortable. Yes. That now, it, it's like taboo to even talk about. Yeah. Around anybody. And when you should be able to talk about it. But I do think... If the kids are young and they're innocent, and I'm with you, that the teacher should have allowed the parents to be like, nah, not my kid. It's not the lesson for him on this date. But then what would have happened was, even in first grade, he may he or she may have felt like that they missed out on something when all the other kids start to talk about it the next day. Well, but, but also, 
there are there's two different types of parents. There's there's mm-hmm. the the parent who wants it to be known that their kid has a penis and a vagina, and there's still the other parents who are mortified by the actual body part names. All right, and, so I didn't play the whole video because I didn't feel like playing the entire video. Right in their video, they start off by saying "ha ha ha," David said "pee pee." And then the teacher walks up and explains to the kids that they have a penis and a vagina. And then it takes off from there. So they talk about that in their video. Yeah. And I, I always go back to this story that a friend told me of something that happened to... Oh, about the cookies, right? Kids. Um, the, a little girl in her um, son's daycare. The girl kept trying to tell the teacher that her daddy... Was taking her cookie, mm. taking her cookie, touching her cookie. Teacher didn't know what what the hell she was talking about. <laughs> Sounds normal to me. Your dad eating her, your cookie, yeah. It's yeah. like what? Her daddy or touching the cookies. Yeah. yeah, her daddy was touching her vagina. Yeah, it's, uh, that's not the phrase. So, let, me, let me stop because I say it sounds normal. The phrase "my dad is touching my cookie" or "eating my cookie" sounds normal. What happened is a hundred. And 10 million percent not normal. So the school had to have a meeting with all of the parents Mm -hmm. in the school to explain to them why it's important for you to use the proper names for your child's body parts. Yeah. And so I've I've talked to them about this before, too. Blake knows he has a penis. And when other people try to correct him and say private parts, he'll say it's a penis because that's what it is. Mm hmm. And so no matter who he's around, I need him to know that that is a penis. And if someone touches it, he needs to be able to tell me what happened. I agree. God forbid that ever happens because, good Lord, I thought I acted a fool this past weekend. Oh, I'll be in God. jail. <laughs> you sure be in jail. You know what, though? So I'm going to move on. But I am going to say this. When we first got to Mississippi, it's funny, something happened. My mom got a call. And she said, it's the school. And I'm like, why are you still on the school call list? Because she's a retired teacher. So anyway, it was like the, the big school, like the, maybe the principal or the superintendent. And they called and they would tell them about school updates. They were starting the um, extended school summer feeding program where the kids, if you can't get lunch, you want to bring your kids back to school to eat lunch during the summer, you can do that. So this is what the announcement was. And it hit me that how easy would it have been for this teacher to just call in? Because you know they got the technology to do it. Yeah. And send a mass message to all the parents. At that time, none of this. We wouldn't even be having this to talk about right now. So that's it. A yeah. little oversight. One call. A little communication could have fixed everything. So as for like my child. That, exactly. I would, I would appreciate the phone call first. Yeah. I would talk to him before he goes to school the next day yep. so that I can tell him what is going to be happening and so that I can have the conversation with him first. And then I will let him go and watch the video because I think that stuff like that saves so much trauma later on down the line. Like if kids could actually put words to experiences that are happening to them, like it, it could save them. So... I want to know 
And so, I mean, any type of sex education, like it just it's uncomfortable because you're talking to a child. Man, but like I said, when you sex, think about I don't it, even know. right now, I still need to brush up on it. It would be different if like <laughs> there was proven fact that kids don't masturbate or kids don't touch themselves, but they do. Yeah, and they they feel things that, like I said, they feel the sensation down there just like we do. They just don't know what it means. They don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. it they don't know that, that, and that's another reason. <laughs> I've seen kids like being pulled out of class because they're touching themselves in class, mm. and and it's those young ages. Yeah, and they just where don't their know. brains are just not developed all the way, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they just like. Honestly, don't know that it's completely inappropriate for you to be touching yourself for masturbation. Exactly. So, yeah, tell them that. <laughs> I mean, you can touch it, just don't touch it in front of nobody else. And that's what the cartoon says. So, if it was me, I'm gonna agree with India 100. percent Teacher, let me know and let me be able to explain and break the ice first, and let us as parents, yeah, um, have a conversation and let us decide. How we want to proceed with this school day. Great conversation. And they give it up for you, girl. <laughs> you got your mojo back after this weekend. Ooh. Child, fire. Please. Feel it. Now, real quick, I had something else to talk about. I wanted to talk, but this is a bad time to talk about this. But it was something you called me this weekend. You called me triple S this weekend. You said, I'm too silly to be sensual and sexual. That's what you said. But we'll talk about that on the next episode because <laughs> now I gotta talk about it now. I gotta go ahead and get into it now. And he said, cause we were we were all right, full transparency. We went out on a date. At the end of the night, we went to get some cookies because obviously I treat Indy right and I know what she likes. So I got, right, you know what? We can go get us some dessert. I know you want a cookie. We pull up and then we just have a conversation about sensual, sexual. And silly. She said, I mean, what did I do? Okay, so. (laughs) (laughs) What did I do? Help me, I forgot. You were just on one the whole night. I I was having a ball. I had on a dress, and Ah, I just so happened to not wear any undergarments. Any damn on no drawers. Um, Breaking all the laws. (laughs) So we sit at the table, and you're being very inappropriate (laughs) At the table. Yeah, all right. There it is. We sit at the table. Speaking of masturbation. And you're like, you just can't get freaky. And I'm like, we're sitting sitting at a high boy that is higher than the entire restaurant. It's literally not the place. We were in the corner with just us two. Don't worry about me. Just keep on doing what you're doing. Shake it fast, mystical. Didn't matter. So then I'm trying to see how did I get to you just being... Cause I know I remember I remember we were sitting at this high boy and when I came back I was like okay I see the vibes she said I had to turn my legs towards you big daddy because if I don't Barry if you don't stop implying <laughs> that I call you big daddy in real life she says I had to turn my legs legs towards you big daddy because if I don't the whole restaurant will see my coochie and I said, oh, it's going to turn it towards me, huh? So I'll just slide my hand up the dress. And do you know she swatted my hand away? <laughs> so at that point, I said, damn, you got a fly swatter hand. And then I started joking. 
And she said, see, that's the problem. You don't know how to be sensual because you're too silly. And I'm like, how is that silly when I'm trying to rub on that monkey? Monkeys are silly. And I want to see what yours feeling like You tonight. don't know how to seduce. That's, that's the said. thing. And you always play so much. So you have to. And then you got mad at me for wearing socks in the bed. <laughs> Let's talk about everything. <laughs> Come on, it's cool. I can say it out loud. <laughs> first of all, <laughs> first of all, he goes in the house, brushes his teeth. I brush my teeth. So we, all right, so listen. And hops in the bed. Fast forward through dinner. When we got done, <laughs> I went home, brushed my teeth, and I got in the bed. Because I'm ready for his bed. And he got, <laughs> he got <laughs> these little stupid socks. <laughs> no show socks, by the way. They're not, but they're women. They're women's they're socks. Not you get them for Target. He and got no them show socks, socks from Dillard's. They're like these little thin socks, and they literally only cover the they toes. They women's section. They only cover the toes, and they do only cover. And the so toes. he hops in the bed, and I was just annoyed because he was. He, you always talking about me needing to be sexy in bed, you and you hop to. in the bed, and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on with these stupid <laughs> socks? Like, please take them off. Like, I don't want to see them. Like. <laughs> He's like, Man, Mom, was I don't so like funny. Them. I do not like <laughs> So she was like, that's your problem. So you got in the bed being silly. You knew I was going to say something about the socks. No. What happened was, you. <laughs> I was at home. I was in the R&B mood. So after we got home, I brushed my teeth. And I walked out. And I went and put all of my jewelry on from the player's ball. Plus those socks. So all I had on was two gold chains. Two pinky rings, those socks, <laughs> and some boxes. And I was waiting on Indy to get in the bed. This sounds amazing. Like, I felt real sex symbolish. It, it didn't even, like, click to me that you were dead ass until you was really sitting there like, what's wrong? And I was just like... I was ready for action. I hate it. And she really said that and ruined, like, ruined the mood I had set. You ruined the mood. What are you talking about? You ruined the mood. All night, this lady has been walking around with no underwear on. Then we get home. I'm like, well, shit, let me do something special for my lady. So I go gold chain up. You feel me? Two pinky rings up. And I get in the bed thinking she going to like it. And I said. she looked at me and insulted me in my face. I said, who the fuck do you think you are, little baby? You gonna fuck me in your gold chain? Hey. <laughs> All right. This is what I said. Let's go. And I said no. It she wasn't. said no. Like, those were not the vibes. She said no. I did not like them. You are like 35 and. Yeah, I'm 26. Those are not the vibes that I was going for. So if I was a little bit younger, you would let me do those vibes? No. Damn. All right. No. And the chains are fake. And the. the not one the of dime, them. The diamond bracelet was from the beauty supply store. It's like, what do you want me to do with this? Oh, it had a diamond bracelet on and everything. I was lit. You play so much. And it's just like... I'm going to put that on all Sometimes I just be wanting you to be sexy and sensual. And you just a clown. Like (laughs) like Bozo. (laughs) That's who you were that night. (laughs) But I wasn't even playing. The the kicker is... I wasn't even playing. I thought that was the vibes. You know what I mean? But I guess not. But why? So. Why did you think that that was the vibes? You've never done that before. I mean, you really don't go out with no panties on either. So I want to try something Yes, new. I do. Really? Yes. All the time. You must do that with your girlfriends. You don't do that with your boyfriend. Because <laughs> you know me. If I see no panties, <laughs> I'm trying to give you my pee-pee. <laughs> and make that coochie say wee-wee. 
And we ain't talking French either. We talking about we we like wait 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 wait. So that's all I was trying to do, set the vibes, man. But anyway, India called me sex a silly, and I can't get sensual or sexual. So um, I need some advice, everybody out there. I'm telling this story to say, if you can help me understand when to turn silly into sexual and how but to seduce my no, woman. You didn't even used to do that. It's just. You're like the prime example of like contentment after like a long oh, time. Oh no, you don't for the play me like that. Because you now. didn't you didn't used to do they that. Back me. in the day, you would have never ever done that. Put two gold chains on? I never would have went but to a here, player's ball you back went in the day. And put either. on costume jewelry. Like <laughs> I just don't understand. What did you want me to do? I want to try something different. You said I'm getting older, right? I did. The fucking socks. The socks. I get better leverage with me. Every <laughs> guy out there right now, if you're a guy listening, if you don't know you get better leverage when you got on your socks, then you ain't hitting that thing right. I just don't understand like why men be having such like high expectations for what women should look like when they go to bed and for sex. And you just feel like you could just show up to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Silly as hell. Like, this I don't is- understand. I never complain about you coming to bed, and this was another topic, with your do-rag on, and at one point, you had got one from the homegirl, Ebony, and it was nice, but it looked like a parachute on your head. I couldn't even wear it, because it was so tight. And you wore a parachute on your head for a long time, and I never said anything, because a parachute ain't never stopping the feeling of that vagina. That's been like a thing lately, though. I've yeah. seen multiple posts circulating on Instagram over the past couple of weeks. I think it started, there was this girl, she tweeted, and she was basically, like, telling girls to stop wearing bonnets, like, for sex. Because guys really don't want to have sex with you with bonnets on. And I was like, she don't know, does she? Because I can have on lingerie with a bonnet, and you're not going to care. Man, I don't care what you got on. That bonnet ain't never stopped me. <laughs> like, that the bonnet, bonnet never stopped me. The bonnet does not matter. Protect your hair, you know, because sex hair is, Sweat it is out. like. Sweat it out. Now, listen, if you really in that thing right, that bunny might fall off. And then you got a whole different ball game on your I head. I mean, if the bunny falls off, it's fine. But at least your strands are protected for and, a little and bit. And this is true. You know what? And guys, we can't complain about bunnies either. Let me tell you why. When I had waves, I, I still have them, by the way. But when I had waves, my hair was cut lower. Every time we had, like, you I had, had my do rag on, on. Exactly. and I had a bonnet on. Exactly. So we were together, we were in sync, we had nothing but do rags and bonnets. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what are we complaining about? Do rag, bonnet? Yeah, seems like we won with the earth right yeah, now. Yeah, but that's different than what, what was going on. Uh, <laughs> last week. The gold chain came out. It was ready to play, you feel me? I thought I was about to slay that monkey with that gold chain. But you didn't let me. Anyway, let me go ahead and hit the button. I'm going to give a short, <laughs> quick tip right you now. You didn't even keep the... It would have made sense had you kept the jewelry on. But I took it off. The night man. after the player's ball. So, like, when we got home from the player's ball... You were faded. You were, Let me tell you how drunk Indy was from this player's ball. <laughs> and she said she couldn't post pictures. I'd have seen more pictures get posted now than anything. We just should have had a video camera there. Well, that, that was how... That was... That was I was respecting the request of, of the Ophelia. Host. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was so drunk after the player's ball. She said, I want a piece of chicken. And oh I promise she said it just like that. 
Next thing I know, India had a whole piece of jerk chicken in her mouth. Knowing she doesn't eat chicken. So I said, boy, it's about to be a good night. It can either be a good night or a bad night for me. And the whole time I was sitting there thinking to myself, India's about to go home and throw up. <laughs> the whole time, like, I got a piece of chicken. I said, yeah, she's about to throw up as soon as she gets home. Like, who's a fake vegan? Then all of a sudden, they get so drunk. They go in there and grab the biggest chicken winget leg they can find and bite it and say, I got a piece of chicken. But. Wild as shit ever. I pulled through. Because I really did. did feel nauseous on the way home. But I know you did. And I told you. So when we got in the car, we had a rental car. You said, nah, I hope I don't throw up. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at Dan in the face and said, I'm you finna walk. Like you had to get an Uber. If you throw up in this rental car, <laughs> my first time renting a rental car from this website, you're gonna have to walk. She took that throw up in, but I could tell that her stomach was rumbling after eating that chicken. But that night, she held up. Honestly, it was like the like it was like the best chicken wing I ever had in my life. I just couldn't believe I ate it because I know I can't stomach chicken no more. You sucked the bone down. You yeah, just... they were jerk chicken wings and they were seasoned to perfection. And I was like, damn, I wish I could. Like, I was never intentionally trying not to eat meat anymore, but it started making me physically sick. Yeah. So I don't eat chicken, beef, pork, turkey, or um, eggs. Oh, we are going because on it all makes day. me like nauseous. Yeah. So, that chicken, like, for a moment, I was just so drunk that I didn't care. It was amazing for the night. <laughs> yelled it out loud. Like, you were just so excited about it. So, congratulations. I don't even remember you. that. You really said it. And I told you not to do it two times. And you kept looking me dead in my face. And you bit it in my face. <laughs> and this one, you said, I got a piece of chicken. <laughs> like, all right, cool. Fuck it then. If you throw up in this car, you got to get an Uber. <laughs> We about to get a divorce that night. Anyway, man, since we are in Mississippi, we're going to cut it a little bit short this week. And the video was not planned. And I really wanted to have the video planned for you guys because I think that you guys enjoy the videos from the feedback that we have been getting. But we do appreciate you guys for listening. We hope you guys are staying safe out there. Congratulations to um, Chantel and Otis, the Little Johns, it getting is married. wedding week married, for wedding the week. Little Johns. Indeed, indeed. So we will be going on another date. And just trying to make me buy a whole new suit right now. Wait, I see you saying like the wedding is like a I date. Feel like the wedding is a date. The last time I, I remember we got married, one of my homeboys, um, shout out to KB. He was like, man, thank y'all for inviting us to the wedding. Man, it's our date night right here, man. We're going to celebrate. <laughs> I'm like, man, it's dope, bro. I'm like, yeah, you're welcome, my brother. Anytime I can be a, of a service to you, I got you. So there it is. You feel me? It is technically a date, though, because we do have to find, like, a someone has to come up. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All that. So anyway, India, tell the people where they can find you. Um, India.Marie on Instagram. You can find me at BLove1911 on all social platforms. Please be sure to follow She and our podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. Leave us a message at She and I podcast at gmail.com or in the DM. We love to hear from you. We love your feedback and we love all of your stories. If you haven't seen our Instagram lately this week, please, please, please go follow our good friend, Janisha Harris. She has an amazing program that she's doing called the Free 
breakfast program that she needs volunteers for. So if you are in and around volunteers the Nashville, and, um, Middle Tennessee area, please go hit her up and volunteer and monetary donations. Um, there it is. Because she is purchasing the food for the children um, herself. So anything that you could donate will be greatly appreciated. She partners with churches mm-hmm. that host summer camps mm-hmm. and she feeds the kids um, that attend the, the summer camps. And I think when Baird and I went to volunteer last Wednesday, there kids. were about 60 kids that showed up. So she's going to be doing this all summer. So she could have, she would greatly appreciate any help that you can give. Yeah, we still are going to try to make it out there at least once a week. So, and if I can't make it, I will be donating on a regular basis. The free breakfast program is a program to feed children who attend these church summer camps. So please, 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 if you want to learn more, get in contact with her and she'll tell you everything you need. But in the meantime and in between time, it's been real. It's been fun. She, 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 I, 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 I